Welcome into the Way to Work podcast. Everybody, you know what time it is. The engine just started, and that means it's time to get to work. So let's get driving. Hope everybody is doing good today on my way to work this beautiful morning. We are in the pre-recording zone. I mean, I'm going to be dead honest with you. I am currently in New Jersey, living it up with some friends and family on vacation, but didn't want to stop the pod. There's no two-week break. We're only nine episodes in. We can't take a mid-season break yet. We're not that popular. We're not that famous. People won't come back to us. There needs to be a constant stream of content, a constant stream of content until I could finally get famous enough to take a season break and people will actually look forward to it. But no, we are here. Um, this is March 4th and we are recording this on March 4th um, and this will be actually um, releasing on um, March 11th. So Thursday, March 11th. It'll be really fun. You'll love it. I know you will. I'm going to keep all the topics relevant. That way, you can feel like I'm actually still in California driving to work when I will be in the frigid cold in New Jersey. So if you happen to live in New Jersey and then also see me there while this podcast drops, I do create doppelgangers that live in various points of the U.S. Um, so people are ne- uh, never know who the real Sean is. And you'll just have to keep listening to the podcast. And that's who you know the authenticity is. I keep clones all over the place, all right? I got a guy in Seattle. I got a guy in Maine. I've got a guy in Florida. I've got a guy in Texas. I've got a guy in Jersey. I'm in California. I'm covering all points. You're never leaving the country without me know about it. I've got borders on lock. Let me tell you that. Letting you all know. No, we are here on the Way to Work podcast. It's pumped. We're getting excited. I, uh, I was really excited. I actually went in and uh, had a McFlurry last night. For the first time in a while, I, I had a McFlurry. I'm telling you, there is nothing better than a good McFlurry. I mean, it is a absolute top-tier dessert item. I think it's the best fast food dessert item on the menu, to be honest with you. I just think it's the perfect blend, right? It's the perfect blend of ice cream and Oreo crumble, right? They put the crumble on top, all right? They actually don't go out of their way to go serious on the blend. They want you to have the full Oreo experience out of the gate, which I actually like, to be dead honest with you, completely honest. I don't like the whole blend thing because you're losing the Oreo and the ice cream. The ice cream is a very overpowering agent in the process of the McFlurry. You get the Oreo on top, you get that, and then you get the little sprinkles of Oreo within the ice cream, and then you get to finish it out with the vanilla ice cream. I mean, it's a perfect thing. It's a perfect blend, and it's a nice little size, too, so you don't feel too guilty about it. Like, it's not like you're getting, like, some jumbo, you know, thick-ass milkshake, and, and you feel like a sloth, you know, and a slug after for, like, five days. No, like, you, you know, it's a nice little little treat that isn't going to be too absolutely insane health-wise, and you're going to really enjoy it, and I had it. I'm sitting there, and you know, like, when you love something so much that you're, like, your eyes like flutter when you eat it and you're like, man, that's good. It's like a really great moment, you know, in in a human being's life. I was coming home from work. I had worked late the night before and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get a motherfucking McFlurry. And I did. And I sat in my car and I ate it. All right. 
pulled off right before my apartment, right where I parked, and I just sat there right next to Casa de Marine Apartments in Marina del Rey, and I just ate my Oreo McFlurry. And it was, an, honestly, a great end to a great day. That's the highlight of my day, if you had to categorize it. People were like, Sean, my God, Sean, wild weekend. I was like, yeah, ate an Oreo McFlurry. It was awesome. What'd you do on your Friday night? That's right. That's what I do. Eat the McFlurries. They're great. And they rank. And there's other great, you know, dessert options. Obviously, the Frosty is a top tier. We're a big Frost, pro-Frosty podcast in the Way to Work podcast, of course. It's just the McFlurry takes it up a notch because the McFlurry is so unique, right? There's only, like, one. It's, like, the Oreo McFlurry. Now, you can get the M&M McFlurry, but, like, come on. That doesn't hold up. M&Ms are just not an ice cream food. I just, like, I, I could never get that. They're not an ice cream candy. I, I don't know how... Because I feel like they're just their own entity, right? They don't blend well. They're a crunch. They have an outer shell casing. Like, anything that has an outer shell casing, I think, is going to be its own thing. It's not going to be a part of another food item, especially vanilla ice cream. I just don't think they blend well. I have a friend who absolutely loves M&M's on ice cream and loves M&M's on anything, so he's going to, like, hate me for this, but I just think... I love M&M's. I will eat M&M's solo. I just truly believe that they're not a dessert item, but obviously the McFlurry, very close second to the Frosty. I would not be against you ranking the Frosty above the McFlurry, but... You know, you can judge here or there. But it falls off very quickly after that. Like, Sonic has some very good dessert options. Um, but I really don't think, um, you know, they stack up correctly. Uh, Burger King's got nothing. They're whack. But they're whack as a fast food place anyways. That's right. Hot takes only on the Way to Work podcast. The Whopper's overrated, guys. Stop acting like it's anything more than a hamburger. It's really not. It's not the fucking greatest thing in the human universe i i hate that people are like the whopper bro like it's bro it's a hamburger okay like mcdonald's tames it with the big mac because the mac is the mascot of the place so that's definitely understandable but don't go out here and calling it the whopper like it's something other than some meat on two buns some lettuce tomato and a pickle like come on now um the only other dessert place that comes actually close at all is I think Chick-fil-A milkshake. Chick-fil-A knows what they're doing. I don't know if they're just making new recipes on Sundays when they're closed and they're just like, all right, like nobody's here. Let's get to it. And you know, the whole back is all messed up and they're trying all these different options and all these different ingredients. I don't really know. But let me tell you, the Chick-fil-A milkshake is a top tier milkshake. It's up there. I think it ranks third behind the Frosty, behind the McFlurry. Uh, but these are all very close. I mean, like, if you catch the McFlurry on an off day, then, you know, the Chick-fil-A milkshake can easily beat it. The same with the Frosty. You never know. The Frosty is just really great. I had Frosty cereal, like, recently. Like, I love cereal. I was at the cereal. I was, like, browsing the cereal at Walmart, you know, bumping to that club music. And I saw Wendy's Frosty cereal, and I got it, and it was amazing. Like, I, it was one of those, like, guilty pleasure things. Like, I was just eating handfuls of it. You know, in the middle of the night, you know, when you come home after drinking, you're just like, yes. And it's like, yes, give me, give me all the carbs and the sugar, right? So like I, I had, it was very pleasantly good. And it was also very pleasantly good in the morning. Not, not saying that I only ate it at like 1am on a Saturday. Um, but it was, it was very um, solid. And let me tell you, the Frosty's great because the Frosty's good in both vanilla and chocolate. Usually the variety's tough. Like usually you pick one flavor. The Frosty is pretty standard across all platforms of flavor and taste. 
So those are the top three, and it just really drops off after that. I can't believe that I've been on like six minutes of talking about fast food dessert items. I could go all day about it. I really could. And that's that's what we're here for on the Way to Work podcast. It, it, it's the thoughts that you have going to work. All right. This isn't like I'm not trying to hit a quota here. All right. We're just sitting. We're just talking. Okay. We're just having a fantastic time. Speaking of things that um, that have, though, that have like dessert-like consistency, toothpaste. I had to replace my toothpaste recently. I always buy the toothpaste in bulk, so I buy like two at a time. Or I am big Colgate man. I love Colgate. You could always always got to have your. Co- don't act like you don't have a company. People do. People. Are, no one goes to the the grocery store and buys toothpaste, which I assume you buy at the grocery store, unless you go to like an all-purpose store. Like Costco, I think Costco would sell. I don't really know. Costco seems more like a food place to me, but yeah. But you know, when you go and you get toothpaste, like you buy a brand. Like you don't go and be like, yeah, I just pick up whatever is on sale. That's ridiculous. Don't don't settle for sale when it's something you're putting in your mouth. You know, that's gonna cleanse your mouth. All right, you gotta go for the top tier product, and you gotta go for the bang for your buck. Get the two for one. Get the bulk. I got two for one Colgate, two for one Colgate Fresh Breath. Okay, that's that's the that's the way to go, people here. You know, Colgate Fresh Breath, proud sponsor of the Way to Work Podcast. They don't actually sponsor me. Colgate, though, hit me up. DM me at Way to Work Pod. We'll work something out. Colgate will be the official first sponsor of the Way to Work Podcast. Um, No, but when you get the toothpaste, the most stressful part about the toothpaste is not actually using it. It's what you do when you reach the end of its life. Okay? When you get to that point where you are trying to squeeze the everlasting life out of the toothpaste tube, when you are committing domestic abuse against a toothpaste tube, it's over. You got to buy a new one. But there are multiple ways that you can get around the end of the toothpaste life and actually use the toothpaste all the way to the last possible drop. Okay, a lot of people use the twist method, which is just cranking the hell out of it um, and getting every single thing you can out. And while this does work short term, it doesn't work long term. You have to be prepared. You have to play the long-term game with the toothpaste tube. It's very important, okay? I recommend, though, pushing, okay? The clamp and push. So you clamp it at the top and you push it all the way down to the bottom. You want to get reserves when you use your toothpaste tube, okay? You want to get them. So you want to put everything in the reserve down. You want to keep it separate. You want to pinch it in the middle and then pull up and down. So you have stuff at the top that you use, you know, at that time. And then you have reserves on the bottom and then you slowly pinch and push and then pinch and push, pinch and push, and you pinch and push up enough, and you'll finally get it out. Now, the twist method, only a last resort if you can't get something, but what that does is that ruins the structural or integrity of the tube. And then once you ruin the integrity of the tube, it's kind of game over. You're gonna get those corners that get so tight and packed that you're never gonna get them. Now, if you have like a pizza roller, I recommend, you know, pulling it out. All right, maybe you get, you know, get the toothpaste tube on a cutting board. All right, get that bitch in the emergency room, all right, go to work. All right, you got it. You lay it out, right? And then you take the, you know, the pizza roller and you just roll it over, right? Just knead it, roll it over, really, really build up those calluses and uh, get your toothpaste out of the tube so you can have fresh breath all day. It's pretty much, it's pretty much how you do it. I'm telling you, it's, uh, I, I, I care very deeply about this. I always do the, the pinch and pull method. It's, um, it's what you have to do because you want to get the life out of your toothpaste tube. If you throw the toothpaste tube out before everything is out of the toothpaste tube i want to tell you you're not, you're doing it wrong and i don't think i've ever said toothpaste tube this much in one day 
at all. I, I, I have thought about this before, like when I'm doing it, but I've never really talked to anybody about it. It's, it that's the deep, dark corners of my mind when I go into the toothpaste, uh, toothpaste stuff. Um, but I was thinking, you know, why don't I bring it out here on the podcast? Um, you know, we'll get it done. Put in that work. It's the way you got to do it. Um, but no, guys, just, you know, if you ever have any questions about the toothpaste, feel free to hit me up at way2workpod. You know, um, if you if this works for you, please tell me all of your great adventures with toothpaste. Um, if you're having trouble with the the pinch and pull method, please let me know. would be happy to send an informational video on how to get the most out of your toothpaste tube. Handshakes. I was thinking about handshakes the other day when I had to handshake someone. We're getting to that point in the pandemic where um, we're kind of back to normal. I love when there's no real no normal, but I love when people are just like, guys, no more mask mandate. COVID's over. And it's like the official end of COVID. Like humans are so obsessed with having um, an end of something, like a postmark date end of something that they don't care what it is. COVID's not really over, but it's like formally over. Like we signed the contract here. But now a lot of people like handshaking more. Like I love the fist bump because you can never go wrong with the fist bump, right? You go up, boom, you would fist bump. Like handshakes are really scary for me. They're very nerve wracking because like I don't have like the best hand-eye coordination. So when I, um, I've missed handshakes. Like when I've went in for the handshakes, like I've maintained eye contact with someone, which is what you're supposed to do. I think a normal human being would just complete the handshake, but I have no joke missed a handshake. I've done that before. I went in and I just hit it. Boom. Missed the person like to the right, like a couple inches to the right. And then I just like either my, I stopped my hand before because I noticed, or one time I've literally just like pushed my outstretched hand into someone's torso just because I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I, I, I was so embarrassed when that happened. I was like, look, I was like, I don't think we're ever going to make it back from this moment, but I really hope this doesn't affect what you think of me. Um, I'm sure it did. I'm sure that person to this day who will remain unnamed um probably thinks the the worst of me but i've been nailing them lately though it's all about the firm handshake i mean that really sets your your stock up for a person right like if someone comes in from me and just nails me with the perfect i think about that i've come away from handshakes telling people geez that handshake was fantastic like what a guy like what a person the firmness all right it's just perfection it's beautiful and this is this goes across everybody males females all right, anybody who outstretch, anybody with an orifice of a hand, all right, can, can perfect the handshake. Okay, I think the handshake has long been a man's game, and I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I've met some fine women that have put out fantastic, game-changing handshakes, all right, that make me think a lot more of them as a person. And I think that, you know, people really need to accept that, and really need to understand that it's not just a male-dominated society, all right? Women are there for handshakes, and they execute them to perfection a lot of the time. And it raises their stock as women and raises their stock as human beings. Okay. And I've seen some men that have had some absolutely garbage handshakes. Okay. So this just isn't a man's game anymore. Shout out to all the women with strong handshakes. I'm with you. And now, as always, we're getting right into the sponsorships. The Way to Work Podcast is brought to you by absolutely nobody because we're not famous enough to get sponsored on this podcast. Maybe one day. The Way to Work Podcast also sponsored by dessert menu items at fast food restaurants. They rank. Some of them are great. Some of them are bad. But none of them beat the Oreo McFlurry. 
McDonald's, not an official sponsor of the Way to Work podcast. The Way to Work podcast also brought to you by the Pinch and Pull Toothpaste Release Method. Do you have trouble getting toothpaste out of the tube? Are you mad every single day because your breath stinks because you can't get the final corners out of that Colgate? Well, use the Pinch and Pull Method. Take your thumb and your pointer finger, pinch at the bottom and the middle of the toothpaste tube and push up and down to separate the toothpaste and make sure you get the most out of your tube. The Pinch and Pull Method, a proud sponsor of the Way to Work Podcast. And finally, the Way to Work Podcast is brought to you by a good handshake. Whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, whether you're an alien, whether you're a monkey, doesn't matter. If you have a hand, you can do a handshake. Perfect the handshake. Go into it and make sure you maintain eye contact, but also make sure your hand doesn't go directly into the person's torso and you look like a complete idiot. A firm handshake. Proud sponsor of the Way to Work podcast. Thank you, everybody. That's been another edition of the Way to Work podcast. I've hit the NFL LA offices. It's going to be a beautiful day. The weather's fantastic here in LA. The audio is fantastic on this podcast. And as always, keep driving.